Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blondo, and today we're talking about my first impressions of Sea of Stars. I hope everyone's enjoying their Labor Day weekend. Today I wanted to talk about Sea of Stars, which is one of the newest games on the PS Plus Extra service. And if this is a service you don't have, and we talked about it a little last week, but it's built on top of the the basic PS Plus internet service, cloud features, monthly games, all of those things. I can't really recommend Extra enough. It's a great value. I sometimes call it the best value in gaming. It is a service where you can just download from a collection of games just for free. And most of these games will hang around there a lot. So you can play the entire Horizon series on here. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I did a few months ago. You can play Bloodborne. The Quarry was my game of the year for 2022, and you can play it free here just in time for spooky season. Um, but yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven, and they have a good set of indies, and I think you know they're going to start having better and better indies. So we have you know, Chia, Wild at Heart, Stray, Slay the Spire, a whole bunch of games. But one of the games that came out this past week was Sea of Stars, and this is a 16-bit RPG-looking game. It's from Sabotage Studio, and those are the same people that brought you The Messenger, if you remember that one from several years ago. That was the game that looked like Ninja Gaiden, but kind of went between 8-bit and 16-bit. And I had mixed feelings about that game. The there's It's kind of broken in two if you've played it. And the first part of the game, I think, is incredibly fun. The second part of the game kind of loses me a little bit and I actually did try to replay it more recently and once again the first half was like this is fantastic and then the second half was oh yeah that's why I don't like this game as much as I uh, I should really but they are an incredible studio and that game was incredibly creative with great writing and um, if you've watched there's a documentary video about their making of Sea of Stars which was a Kickstarter game and this was sort of the goal all along for that studio. They wanted to make a JRPG like the ones they played as kids. And the the game that it most notably gets compared to is Chrono Trigger. So a lot of people have been very excited about this. One of the composers from Chrono Trigger contributed some songs for this one. And yeah, so the, the general story of this game is it takes place in a, in a place called Moon Cradle. And it centers around these two characters, uh, Valer and Zale, and their friend Garl. Now, I, I can't tell you the entire story, and I'm about four hours in, so just bear that in mind. If, if it doesn't feel accurate, it's because I'm not, I'm not super far into the game. Um, but basically, the idea is um, they are tr- training to become solstice warriors, and they go through a grueling long training at the Zenith Academy. And they're trained on magic and attack and and all of that. And then they are on a quest. And um, the game actually starts off with a with a bit of a flashback to how they got here. Um, and and it's it's just it's it's fantastic. It's a quick little memory, but it's playable. And then you come back to where you started in the game. And the way I can describe this game the most is a very chill RPG. I'm I'm enjoying this game. And 
Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it's sit down, it's relaxing. And the thing I love about it is it's very familiar. In fact, the early tutorialization of this game barely has to say anything. They just limit your choices a little bit. But if you've played RPGs before, you know immediately what you need to do. You know, you have attacks and you have magic attacks and specials and, and that sort of thing. And it does play a lot like Chrono Trigger in that if you've played a lot of JRPGs, some of them have random attacks. This game does not. So if you're walking in the world, you'll see the enemies in advance and you'll know if you advance further that you're going to get attacked and you'll be in a battle. Whereas in, you know, a game like, you know, the old Final Fantasies, you walk around and then you're just into a random battle. You have no idea who you're fighting or when. And you sort of get that stress when you're walking around for too long. You're like, oh, any second I'm going to be in a fight. And the fact that these battles don't take you away from the world means you don't really get lost as to where you are. I always have that problem with some of the older RPGs where I finish the battle and then I'm like, oh, which direction was I going? Um, but this one is just so chill, so familiar, so easy to play. Um, it's fantastic. The battle system is one of my favorites. I feel like it's really perfected what a, a turn-based battle system is. So again, it's it's similar to Chrono Trigger in that you have individual characters in your party, but you can combine them to do some special attacks and you'll gain more as the game goes on. But honestly, I would say this game reminds me more of the Mario and Luigi RPGs more than anything. And the reason is it has one of my favorite mechanics, which is when you do an attack in one of those games... Like, say you're going to jump on an enemy's head. If you press the A button just as you hit them, you'll give, like, a little bonus attack. And it, it's just a great little, I don't want to say, like, a minigame thing, but it just makes every battle a little more fun because if you can do your timing right, you can get those extra attacks. So you're kind of forced to concentrate. And this game has that. Every enemy that you attack, I mean, for the most part, Hitting the A button when you attack is easy because your attack is the same. But you also have it where you have to press the button when an enemy is about to hit you to sort of blunt their attack and you take less damage. And that's always more interesting because every enemy attacks in a different way and has a different pattern. So some enemies, they walk up to you and then they strike you and you just hit A before they strike. But some of them have a little bit of delay. There's this little centipede that'll crawl underground and come towards you and get up and then do a couple bites and then go after you. So you just have to learn the timing of, of each one. But I just love that. Um, there's also a mechanic here. I mean, there's physical attacks and then magic attacks. Those are your two primary attacks, just like every RPG. But this one's interesting because one problem I've always had with RPGs in general is when you're using a magic character and you have MP, it's like a resource that sort of goes away. And I'm often discouraged from using MP because I don't want to use it too quickly. Like, say I'm battling through a horde of enemies and I'm getting to a boss. I don't want to use the MP very much, so I will sometimes hit you with my wand or whatever. I'm just trying to keep that MP going. But the designers here actually are trying to encourage you to use MP. So one cool thing that happens is when you use a physical attack in this game, you'll actually gain MP. So what I do in battles is I tend to use my magic attacks early and then use my physical attacks to help build up the MP and then usually finish off with the magical attacks. Um, so that's just really neat. It, it motivates you to use physical attacks to get the MP, but it motivates you to, you know, use your magic attacks. Don't hoard it all. Let's, we want to see you use it. 
the way the system works when you um, when you pass out, so in battle, if one of the members of your party loses all their health, they'll get knocked out. And they're on the ground, and they have like little stars going around them because that's the universal symbol for being knocked out. But every turn, they lose a star, and then when all the stars are gone, they'll actually wake up to half of their HP, which is really cool because if you've played these games, sometimes you you have this problem where... A, a strong enemy's attacking and you have to figure out, should I recover my party member or should I just attack and try to like kill this guy? And in this one, you can sort of ignore the KOs. If you want to, you can continue to attack the, the enemies and just know that your, your, your friend will recover on his own. And that's a really neat system. It gives you an option. I mean, you can recover the, um, the character and I don't have a way of doing that yet. I, I assume that'll come later. Or you just keep attacking. So I think it, f it fixes that problem for me. Um, there's combos that the characters can do. And another nice thing I like about this is area of attack is like um, basically when you can attack multiple enemies at once. A lot of games start off where you can only attack one enemy, one enemy. You know, in Final Fantasy, you get fire and whatever. And then eventually that attack becomes a spread and you can attack an entire party at once that kind of speeds up the battles in this game. Each character starts the game with an attack that can attack multiple people. So it helps to make the battles a little quicker, uh, gives you more strategies. Some of those attacks will affect the person you're attacking and then people nearby, but not others if they're on the other side of you. So I, I really like that. I don't feel hamstrung right from the beginning. Now HP is not restored after a battle. That's kind of common, but I did find that in this game, I I'm, I'm I feel like sometimes I'm often low on HP, and they have these uh, campfires that you find where you can rest and restore your health, and they seem to do a good job of putting them in just the right places. But also at each campfire, you can cook. Um, Garl is a is a warrior cook, and so you can cook up meals with the ingredients you find in the game. And then you can use those. So it's a nice little system for when you're going through the world, you're not necessarily finding the meals, but you're finding the ingredients and then you can cook them up. And I actually enjoy walking through the world and finding the little sparkles and then just like, you know, picking up some apples and picking up some onions and that sort of thing. Um, it's pretty cool. There's some other battle mechanics. They're still kind of adding in the game. There's this live mana system, which is pretty neat. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. A solid RPG that I see seemingly fixes the little complaints I've always had about these turn-based RPGs. Leveling up is interesting as well. It is for the whole party. So whenever you finish a battle, it'll show you how much XP until you level up. And when you level up, everybody in your party levels up. And it has a feel like... It's a very basic... Your, your, each of your characters has attack, defense, magic attack, magic defense, HP, mana, and, and that's it. There's not like the crazy things. There's no luck or you know just the weird things dexterity they keep it pretty simple and so each of those little things will upgrade just like fire emblem or zelda 2 or any of the other games you played but then you can pick a bonus stat to upgrade and i really like this because this can individualize your play you know if you were to play this game again you can choose one character to be your main magic character and then you can switch it out so i'm trying to make it so that my my main character valer is a, like a more physical attack character but zale is more of my magic character in the end, I think there's going to be some balance there, but it's nice to be able to say, hey, give eight more HP to this character and give them more defense and try to make them more of a sponge and give them the roles that you want to. 
Um, there are relics in this game, which are kind of neat. Um, you pick them up, you you gain a couple of them, and you'll you'll gain them. And really, all of them make the game easier. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with these. This is like the easy mode of the game. There is no difficulty setting in the beginning. But like, there's a, a relic where you get your HP back after a, a, a after a battle. There's one that will do that auto bonus, like I told you, that timing attack. So you can turn these on. I'm still trying to figure out if I just don't want to turn any of them on and play in normal mode, or if these are just normal relics that help you just like anything else. So I'm, I'm playing without them, but I'm, I have like six or seven now, and I'm still trying to figure out if that's what I want to do. But right now, like I said, the game has been fairly linear, and I don't mind that at all. I'm just enjoying the story. There's already been a couple good story beats, and I'm only about four hours in. Um, we'll see if it opens up, but this has been a very enjoyable game. And like I said, it's free on PS Plus Extra, so if you have the service, I without a doubt recommend playing this game. I, I mean, if you like 2D JRPGs. And really, by the end of this game, and I don't think it's a very long game. It's one of those 20-hour RPGs. I mean, this could go down as one of the best JRPGs that I ever played. We'll see how we go. I'm still very early on, but I'm very much enjoying it. It is a fantastic, fantastic game, and uh, I just got to give all the credit to the world, to the studio. It's just, it's just the story is well done and easy to understand, and the characters have great dialogue, but they never, it never gets over chatty. It has puzzles kind of like Legend of Zelda, and it just has really good, perfected, basic turn-based battle. So I'm really enjoying it, and I recommend it for everybody. And I, I, if, you, if you do play it, let me know what you think. But yeah, fantastic. That's a show. So PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation, and you can find us in all your favorite podcasting apps. You can send me feedback, tell me why I'm wrong, and maybe leave me a compliment by sending an email to PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. I hope you've enjoyed today's pod. Happy gaming, and until next time. PlayStation.